I'm Melissa Torres. And I'm Marmy Leach. And this is Moving with Mel and Marm. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Marmy. We have a special episode today. We do. It's Halloween. Spooky episode. I love, I love Halloween. I know you love Halloween. I love all holidays, but I love Halloween. You have the best decorations, honestly. Oh, thank you. This year, Jonathan did it. Oh my god! I didn't do, I had permanent PVC curtain rods that I installed on my front porch for my Halloween curtains that I normally do on my, (laughs) for my decoration. That's amazing. And I was not with it this year, so I didn't do my curtains. So Jonathan just did the decorations this year. So, Honestly, I'm impressed. Thank you. I mean, there's I mean how just, old is he's four? Yeah, he's four. Um, that's like really impressive. It looks really good out there. Thank you. We did have to direct a little bit. We didn't want the tombstones in the grass because, you know, they probably wouldn't stay there very long. Yeah. But um, we just told him go in the flower bed and then, you know, just you can't go wrong with a bunch of skeletons. Absolutely not. Yeah. My street. Everybody on my street has started doing skeletons. Like it started a few years ago. And like every year there's like one or two houses that add another skeleton. So we decided to join in on the fun this year. We got one skeleton and we we have a bench in our front yard. Uh-huh. So we dressed him up like Forrest Gump. Oh, I love it. He's got a box of chocolates. He's got the tennis shoes. He's got a briefcase. We went to a thrift store and got all his clothes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I want to do the skeletons like climbing up the house. Oh, one of my neighbors has that. Really? I couldn't figure out how to get the skeletons to stick without damaging the house. I don't know. It probably took a lot to do it. Yeah. Cause like the one, like I could figure out the columns, but then like on the roof, like how do you get them to stick to the roof? without damaging the shingles because that's the last thing I need yeah. is for to have a water leak because I put a nail through my roof to get a skeleton I agree stay. I agree probably yeah. not worth putting on the roof yeah but maybe the side of the house somewhere yeah we'll see are you guys trick-or-treating um we are trick-or-treating um and we also do trunk or treat oh, and fine. I may have won a trunk from a trunk or treat in my life. So <laughs> not surprised yeah. by that. Yeah. So um, that is always part of our Halloween tradition. Fun. I just love like growing up, there was a house in my neighborhood that kind of looked like a haunted house and it was always so lively and they handed out like the king size candy bars and it was just like the coolest thing ever. And then the king size candy bars are the best. I know. It's- Remember we'd be like, these people are so rich. They have the king size candy bar. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and now I'm like, oh, I'd love to be that house, but no, I'm not going to, I won't give out the grandma candy, but I'm not going to give out the king I'm size sorry, candy bar. I'm sorry, inflation, the, I know. The, the bag of candy. Candy is expensive. It is so expensive. Yeah. And you eat like half of it before Halloween anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to like, I let the kids have a few and then we usually end up giving away some of the candy because I'm yeah. like, we need to get it out of the house. Well, this is my first year taking kids trick-or-treating. Oh, we didn't so do it last fun. year because they were so little. Mm-hmm. We're going to attempt, you know, they're still very little, but we're yeah. going to attempt to trick-or-treat. Yeah. I'm thinking we walked to a few houses, but they are very obsessed with decorations. So oh, that's fun. Last night after dinner, we walked down the street and spent about an hour going back and forth between, um, there's like this, these two yards next to each other, that ha- there's this huge dragon, inflatable dragon. Mm-hmm. So they're like kind of scared of it, but kind of love it. So we'll go back and forth between like the dragon and then there's a witch and a skeleton and a ghost. And they'll be like, hi, witch. 
Bye, witch. <laughs> Bye, dragon. Bye, dragon. That's so fun. I mean, that's part of the fun with, like, little kid trick-or-treating. Yeah. It's like, it's not even about the candy. It's yeah. just the experience. Yeah. I love it. When I was a kid, I lived on a street. Um, my street was called Eldemere. And one of my neighbors was always doing fun things and created a ghost for our street. And on, I always think of every Halloween, I think of her, the ghost of Ellie Demir was oh her my name, goodness. like the street. And so he did like a haunted house and everything to see like the ghost of Ellie Demir's house. And like, I was actually really scared for a little bit. Like on really? Halloween, I was like, is Ellie Demir in my backyard? Oh my gosh. Those sound like the coolest neighbors ever. Yeah. They I were want, cool. I want those neighbors. Yeah. Well, speaking of ghosts, we have, um, thought about some questions that we get from buyers when looking at houses we have, or as a listing agent. And one question is, has someone died in the house? So it's an interesting conversation in Texas. Are buyers legally entitled to know if someone has died in the house? Yeah, Texas, you know, we're kind of in the wild west here. We're pretty loosey goosey on like what actually has to be disclosed. Yes. In regards to death on the property, the seller's disclosure asks if there's been any deaths on the property, excluding suicide or natural causes. Yeah. So if you think your house is haunted, the seller's disclosure doesn't ask you to disclose that. It doesn't cover that. Now, whether or not you should disclose it, if you're wondering, you should ask an attorney. Absolutely. But there are other states that require even if a house is haunted to disclose, which I think is interesting because not everybody believes in ghosts. I know that that is a whole nother conversation of how do you establish like, I don't know that that's hard for me to wrap my head around. Yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? I don't know. I think so. I think I believe in like spirits and angels. Like mm-hmm. I believe that there is probably some other like element occurring at the same time as what our senses perceive. Right. But I don't, I don't know. You don't know the level. No. I mean, I, I'm on the same a little bit. I do believe in ghosts. Now, do I believe that they can hurt you or possess you? I don't know. That. A whole nother thing, but I'm not about to find out. Yeah. Like if there's a ghost, I am, I'm literally running out the door. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to tempt anything. I played the Ouija board once when I was 15 and my friend whose house we played at said that weird stuff started happening around his house after that. So I'm like, okay, we don't need to do that anymore. The Ouija board is like, that did creep me out as a kid. Like it felt very real. Uh, Yeah. It was scary. I mean, it was fun, but it was scary. Yeah. But my aunt and uncle, um, they had an air, well, it was before Airbnb. It was the bed and breakfast. And oh, yeah. it was like this big old house. And it had like seven bedrooms. It was a really cool house. And there was one room in the house that multiple guests had said that they saw a figure of a girl walking in front of the TV. And this house also had an indoor swimming pool. And multiple people told them that they would hear a little girl like laughing or playing. In the no, pool. no. They I'm, I'm like out research. at this point. Really? Yeah. It turns out a little girl drowned in that <gasps> swimming pool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. True. Well, I hope it's a true story. I believe it. It's like a family that story. so creepy. Yeah. So. There are people that like actually want to stay in 
you know, the haunted hotel room of mm-hmm. a hotel. Like one time I stayed at Hotel Del Coronado. It's mm-hmm. a famous hotel. I think it's in Coronado Island or something off San Diego. Uh-huh. And it has a historic part to it that is haunted. And I think there's like a room, a specific room that books out probably a year or two in advance that's haunted. And I think people specifically stay there. I would never. I wouldn't either. I mean, I've stayed at the Adolphus, which is supposed to be haunted for a staycation for Maddie's birthday. But if there was a specific room that had history, I would I would be like, no, like, yeah, I'm even even though I like don't even know if I believe in ghosts. I still just don't. I don't want to. Yeah, you just don't want to. I don't want to find out. Yeah, you don't want to mess with it. I don't want to watch scary movies. I don't want to do any of that. I did have a buyer purchase a home. Well, it does happen often. You purchase a home that maybe someone has the seller has died. Most of the time it's a, an, an older person. Yeah. And there's a probate. This was a young, we realized it was a young person who had died. And so then we kind of asked the question of each other. We were like, what happened? Like, you know, cause it's just not that common that someone in their thirties passes away. Right. And we just kind of, the buyers kind of ultimately decided they just didn't want to know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like one of those hard things. I think, I think I wouldn't want to ask, but if, if I had a reason to think that maybe something would happen, I would want to know then. Yeah. But I mean, I've sold houses that I know that people have died in. So it's. I bet something that people don't think about is probably any home built before, let's say, 1960 or 70. Mm-hmm. Someone's probably died in that house. Yeah. And now, like, the trend is going back to where people are going back to their homes to die on hospice yeah. as opposed to dying in the hospital. So, so basically, you guys are all going to go home today and you're going to be scared out of your mind because <laughs> now you've realized that your home is old and somebody has probably died there. Yeah. Although it doesn't bother me someone passing away from natural causes. Yeah, me either. Me it, either. A murder would bother me and a violent suicide, like somebody shooting themselves would bother me. Yeah, that would bother me too. I think not necessarily like the ghost aspect, but more like the person who killed them. Are they, are they going to like come after me now? Cause I live in this house. Like, do they think that, you know, something is still in this house that is related to them? Yeah. Do they realize it's sold to a new person? Yeah. That would scare me. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to end with a ghost story. Yes, an East Dallas ghost story. The Lady of White Rock Lake. Have you heard this story? The Lady of White Rock Lake. So the legend goes that in the 1940s, the first sighting of the Lady of White Rock Lake happened. And a couple was driving around White Rock Lake late at night, probably up to no good. And they see a woman walking towards them in a white dress, soaking wet, like in the headlights. And they're like, this is not, what is this girl doing out here? And she comes up to them and is like, I need help. Please help me get home. I fell into the lake. So oh they, she gets into their back seat and she gives them an address in Oak Cliff. There's a couple other versions that have an address in Forest Hills and off Gaston Avenue, but the first sighting was an Oak Cliff address. So they start heading to Oak Cliff and they, the passenger turns around to the back seat and there's no longer a girl in the back seat. Oh my gosh. The hair is literally standing up on my arms there's right now. A puddle of water where she was sitting. And they go to the address in Oak Cliff and knock on the door just to see, like, what 
what happened. And the man opens the door that lives there and said, this is so strange. You are not the first person to come and ask me about my daughter. My daughter drowned in White Rock Lake two months ago. And this happened. Oh my gosh, that's so creepy. Yes. Have you gone looking for the lady of White Rock Lake? No, of course not. When I first moved here to East Dallas, we would like, if we went out, and we were going back home. We would drive over Mockingbird. And I would always look and I would always think about her. Like, is she going to show up in my back seat? The lake can be like, it's beautiful, but it can also be very eerie in certain situations. Like yes. with the fog coming off the lake. And we all know it's not a lake that you swim in. So yes. what else is in there? And they do find bodies it, on White Rock Lake. Yes, they have. It's definitely a creepy place. Yeah. But you're going to love East Dallas. So <laughs> call us if you need to buy a house here. We'll help you. And um, don't worry about that ghost. <laughs> Just kidding. Honestly, anywhere that has history is haunted. Yeah. So. Yeah. Could you imagine being a, a realtor in like New Orleans? Oh, I would be terrified to like you. I feel like you would feel a like a presence in some of those older, really, really old homes. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, like in a normal neighborhood, like when we think about it, like, okay, if there's a haunting or, you know, somebody was murdered in a house and just a suburban neighborhood, like that's going to have a negative effect on the value. But maybe in like a historic area, like in New Orleans, maybe it could really be turned into like a good it probably Airbnb business bar like maybe it could actually enhance the value depending on its location I do think that it could enhance the value like my grandparents used to have a farm that had it was very old like the original home on the farm was um built in the 1800s mm -hmm. and like back on one side of the farm behind a big tree there were some gravestones Oh, that's and creepy. It did creep me out as a kid. I think it was just the family that lived there. In my mind, I remember it being like a civil or not a civil war. Yeah, a civil war gravestone, but I may have just made that up when I was a kid. I don't I don't know. But well, it's creepy, but it's super cool. It is cool. But I like definitely not anything you see often. Yeah. Not in the suburbs or in the city. Well, especially in Texas, we're such an it's a newer state. So like yeah. compared to so many other places in the country and even in the world. Like our homes don't have a lot of history yet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as they get older and older, they will. Well, that concludes our spooky episode for today. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.